want to see if today I can hold two thoughts together and see if I can merge them and work them together. And, and the first is, is actually my, my favorite quote. Um, I don't actually remember the book that it's from. Uh, and so my paraphrase, the way that I remember this quote, the, the quote is, is this, that experiences in and of themselves teach us nothing. Only experiences that are reflected upon in the presence of others hold the opportunity and the power to transform us. Right? And I, I think about moments in my own life or moments that I've watched of other people where we will hit these really painful, really incredible moments that seem like they are life-altering. And yet, as the moment passes, we revert back to the way that we've been. We revert back to the experiences in the rhythms of life that we were comfortable in. And it doesn't actually result in change. And actually, one of the most frustrating things for many of the clients that I sit with in my office as a therapist is how they find themselves over and over again in the same moments or in the same types of moments, right? These repeated patterns. And I think that a big part of it is this reflection of taking time to process through the experiences that we're having with others, but also to process with them the experiences that we've come out of so that we can learn from them, so that we can identify symbolism and deeper experiences and meanings that allow us to be shaped and transformed as we move forward. I know that reflecting is a real core practice to my community and to my family of, of taking time, whether for some of us we have to start by journaling, Actually, to even begin the reflection process, for some of us, it has to happen internally before we're able to share it with others. Uh, for others, we just need to jump right in and start talking and processing. And I think the current era of time that we're in right now in particular really needs us to become a more reflective people. Right? There is so much change that's happening. Some of it may be more enduring. Some of it may be short-term. But if we do not lean into relationship as an opportunity to process, what we run the risk of is moving through things and never allowing moments and experiences to change us. Right? I think as a people, and I'm, I know that I'm like this, um, I am rather discomfort averse, if you will. Right? Pain is not my favorite. It's not pleasant. I actually would rather avoid it. And so in moments of discomfort, my tendency is just to want to get out of them, to leave them behind, to move past them. And when I do, I actually miss out on significant opportunities for growth. Because every moment of discomfort, right, every moment of pain, is this moment where something in me is intersecting with something around me. Right? Something that's happening in the world is hitting up on something that's happening inside of me, and it's creating friction, it's creating tension. And those places of friction and tension are actually prime places for growth if we can have the courage to lean into them. And by leaning into them, I mean leaning into reflecting and processing with others. That if I just endure discomfort, that discomfort doesn't do anything for me in the long run. That when I can lean into with others' discomfort, it actually allows me to grow. Right, so the, the second thought that I've been sitting with that I want to hold in tandem with this is this recognition that there actually is no growth without discomfort. Right, I, th I think about our human bodies, right? When, if you've had kids who have grown or you remember growing and hitting those like growing pains, 
right, we hold those language together that actually growth means that we're stretching beyond our capacity, that we're experiencing new things, we're putting in new ideas, our brain is trying to orient around new things, that there is no growth without discomfort. Now, I've, I've been thinking about this in particular because my wife and I have, have been trying to help our daughter, who's now six months old, fall asleep on her own. She loves falling asleep with us. She loves being held. Um, she loves us helping her fall asleep. But the challenge of her needing us to help her fall asleep is that we don't get to sleep because every time she wakes up in the middle of the night, she doesn't know how to put herself back to sleep. And it creates family system challenges, right? And you get really exhausted parents and we're not as good parents. Uh, and so we want to help her sleep so that we can sleep, so that we can love her better. But the challenge is she's trying to learn to do something new that is uncomfortable for her. That she lays in bed, we put her to bed, and there's all of this wrestling and tension of going, what is this? I don't like this. Where are mom and dad? Why aren't they holding me? Right? There's discomfort. And there is no growth without that discomfort. If I always rescue her from discomfort, she will never learn to learn new things. She'll never learn new skills. She'll never um, figure some things out. And there are certain things that we must learn for ourselves and to do ourselves. But as I've been teaching my daughter to fall asleep, as my wife and I have been teaching her to sleep, I've been really aware of the difference between learning to do something on your own in the presence of someone else and learning to do something uncomfortable all alone, right? If I put my daughter in her crib and I just leave and I'm just absent and I don't check in and I don't revisit, she is in discomfort and she is alone. That is a really painful thing. That's a really painful place to be. Now, it's a different, it doesn't mean it's not uncomfortable for her to be learning to fall asleep in the presence of a caring parent, but it changes it when I'm checking in, when I'm reassuring her, when I'm reminding her that this is really hard and she's really brave and she can do this hard thing, even though she has to do it, she's not alone, she's not rejected, she's not abandoned. So, here are these two things, right, that, that experiences teach us nothing without reflection with others, that all growth requires discomfort, but there's a difference between the discomfort of being alone and the discomfort of trying something new in the presence of others. And I want to hold those together in this moment of time because we are at a place where there's a lot of new that is happening. There's a lot of discomfort that is being experienced in many ways and on many levels. And both of those need other people to be present with so that these experiences do, do, do not inflict pain that destroys us, so that they don't inflict pain that causes us to crumble inside or guard ourselves or push other people away but allow us to lean into the pain so that we can grow, so that we can learn how to love better, so that we can learn how to be better neighbors, so that we can learn how to see people differently, so that we can learn how to be wise and careful even while we're remaining in connection with one another. So I want to encourage you that as you are trying to navigate a very strange time, as you are trying to figure out 
what life means, what life looks like, how to do this, as we don't know how long things will last, will they go back to normal, do not miss the opportunity for these to be moments of growth. Lean into other people, process the experiences, reflect on them. We're, we're a couple weeks in, most of our nation is a couple weeks in to some stay-at-home orders, to social distancing. We have a couple weeks of data and experiences where we're learning about ourselves, right? Some of us are loving some isolation um, in both good and unhelpful ways. Some of us are hating it and we feel disconnected and alone. These are all opportunities to learn about ourselves, right? That as schools are out, we are being exposed to the places in our communities where people aren't supported, where people are really left hanging. And there's a lot of opportunity for us to think creatively, for us to lean into relationships creatively, for us to support one another. But if we're going to lean into an unwanted, undesirable, uncomfortable experience, as an opportunity for us to grow as individuals, for us to grow as communities, for us to grow as a country, we're going to need to lead, lean into moments of reflection that pull our discomfort out of isolation so we're not in pain alone, but we're uncomfortable in the presence of others. We're reflecting on the experience with others that allows this pain and this discomfort actually to become useful to us as we figure out how to move forward. So I want to encourage you, right? If you are struggling and if you are in pain and you are disoriented, find someone, find people that you can process that with, that you can reflect on it. What is it showing you about you? What is it showing you about the values you hold, about the needs that you have, about the desires that are in you, about what you, what you need and don't need for connection? Um, lean in with other people that this will not be a moment that we look back on and go, that sucked, but it didn't change anything. But that this can be a moment that was difficult, that was uncomfortable, that was even tragic or traumatic, and open avenues and opportunities for us to grow as people and as communities. So take courage, be brave, continue to be kind to yourself, and we'll all continue to navigate this together.